doing on this Wednesday night. And welcome to another episode of Food Work Working. I'm your host, Laura Williams. Welcome, welcome. Come on in. I hope everyone is doing well this evening, today um, in New York City. Do you know that it had the nerve, the audacity to be almost 50 degrees? which was really great for us because we've had this dirty snow on the curbs (laughs) and we have been waiting for the snow to melt. It's almost gone. It's almost gone. But it was a beautiful day. The sun was out. Um, Saw some blue sky. So it was just a little glimpse of spring and hoping that spring is near. So again, welcome. Hey, Hi, Raina says, hey, how you doing? Verna, hey, how you doing? Thanks for joining me this evening. So listen, again, Food Worth Forking. Food Worth Forking is all about food, dating, and lifestyle. And for the last few weeks, um, we have been doing a series. We've done a four-part series. Tonight is part four, series Dating After 40. Is it a level playing field. It's not a level playing field, or is it a level playing field? And so we're going to get into that. Hey, Jermaine says, glad to be here. I'm glad you are here. We have some men in the house. That's awesome. Thank you for being here. Um, So we're going to get started. But before we do, one more thing. Hey, if you're listening and if you're here for the first time, please subscribe. Hit that subscription button on YouTube and follow me on Facebook. Hit that subscribe button, like it, ring the bell, and share. Share with your friends so they can share with their friends, and then they'll share with their friends, so on and so on. So, you know, you get the point. I know you do. So let's get started. Um, Again, we are in, I am in the final installment. This is the final episode, the last episode, not that last episode, the segment the last series, a four-part series of Dating After 40. And um, over the last few weeks, again, we, you know, we've discovered that it is not a level playing field. It's not a level playing field. It's a little complicated, um, but it's just a little complicated. So it's really all about perspective, knowing yourself and what you want and what do you want in a relationship. And being honest with yourself about what you want. Um, I think those things are important. So we're just going to, you know, do a recap over what's happened over the last few weeks. We've had some interesting um, segments and it's been a lot of fun, a lot of fun. So um, I just want to share a little bit with you. I know that when we were, I was talking with someone today and just my perspective over the last few weeks of what we've been talking about and um, just it kind of touches on everything that we've talked about. And I had this conversation with a friend and in the conversation I was expressing how there's something I was telling, I was sharing and that I wanted, I wanted to have happen. And um, she said to me, Laura, I'm not convinced this is what you want. You're not being clear. And I was like, what? I'm not being clear. What do you mean? And so then she gave me an example of a situation in her life that she had to really be clear about and um, intentional, clear and intentional. 
And I heard it. I heard her. And with that, the lesson in it for me was then, then in that moment, um, I made the choice to be honest and to be honest with myself and say out loud the reason uh, and the reason why I had this fear or why I was hesitating on being clear. And um, and it, it wasn't happening. And, be, and the reason was because it wasn't happening the way I had envisioned it to happen because we have in our heads how we want things to be. And I was just afraid to say that, to really speak on what it was out loud. And then I did it. I said it out loud. And then the fear just kind of went away. It just went out the window. And then it became real, which meant for me to well, if this is something that you want, then it's about planning it. And again, going back to being intentional, your actions being intentional. Um, so then it made me confront that moment. It made me confront that fear. And then it was about no. Um, and that's how I feel also about relationships. There are moments when it's scary, but there are moments when it's really great. It's really, really great. And so um, one of my biggest lessons and things that I learned over the last few weeks was about being intentional. Um, and that in order to do that, you got to, one, again, be intentional, keep at it, keep out the relationship, work on it, and then allow yourself to feel and love without being so hard on ourselves. And we are very, very, I think, um, in conversations that I've had with others, we're very hard on ourselves. So that's that was my lesson. That was one of the lessons that I got out of the last few weeks. And um, with that, I wanted to take a moment and just thank everyone that's been a guest on Food Worth Forking in the last three weeks. You've been awesome. Thank you for even being vulnerable. Um, to be on this platform. And this platform is live. Not only is it, you know, an you know, the audio version, but it's a live version. So you're sitting in front of, you know, your computer screen or your phone and you're, you know, trusting yourself and being real about what's happening in your life or what you see or the things that you aspire. So I just really want to thank everyone who's been on here. So I'm going to go down the list real quick. So Dr. Kamau, thank you. You were awesome. Um, Grantham, Dr. Audrey Smith, those were our two um, psychologists that were on the show, and they were they were great. Shelly Nicole, Natalie Guillaume, Marco Silla, I think I'm saying that right, Marco, Marco Silla, um, Daryl Tillman, Dominique, you were awesome. Thank you so much, Kenya Harrison and John Wiley. Thank you all so much for being and being a part of this. It was great. So, um, so I just wanted to see if I wanted to kind of check out and see if anyone had any, you know, anything to say. Hey, Iwan, how are you? Um, if anyone had any questions or had any comments about the last, you know, few weeks, please put them in the comments and, and we'll we'll talk about them. But one thing that happened, I did, I put out um, last week and in some posts and just asking for questions or comments that people had so that we could, you know, talk about it on the podcast. And I actually got a couple questions here and I thought they were interesting. 
<laughs> and they're from um, a gentleman, will not say his name, but from him watching the shows or watching the podcast or listening to the podcast, his questions were one, why are women's first question was why are women so needy? And I wish that he had elaborated, like kind of gave more or at least give had gave an example of what he was talking about. Oh, let me also say, I am not a professional at this. These are all my opinions. <laughs> This is all like Laura's opinions. Laura's not a professional or anything, but I do have an opinion. Um, but yeah, why are women so needy? And I don't know what that means. And I've heard that before. But I think women could say this. I mean, if because it's so it's, a, it's it's generic, and women can say the same thing about men because men can be needy. Um, I don't know. Anyone have a, any feedback? Any comment out there? Yeah, Jason, he, he, that's what he said. That is, you see these eyes? Jason put some eyes up here. Yes. Do you have a comment? You want to jump in on this one? Okay, hold on. Hey. Hey, what's going on, Laura? What's up? <laughs> Everybody? Jason <laughs> Roberts? Um, I thought it was, uh. it was a very, it's, I mean, it was, it was a very just generic but it's very generic but you know to say women are needy it's i i i that that's too broad of a you know a brush stroke you know what is needy a tentative is it a, are you not communicating you know i've been domesticated for everybody who hasn't known to I'm, i've been married for 7 years now so yeah. Wow, I know, right? I, I can't even believe when you say. It, I was like, "Wow!" Yeah, time is flying. <laughs> time is flying by. Yeah. So, I mean, to say women are needy, I, I don't know. That's it it, it. it for me, at least, it comes down to tolerances. What you can tolerate. I know it sounds wild, but it it, it is. You know, if you're willing to be with somebody, it's basically what can you tolerate. Yeah, well, yeah. Within your space. You Within know. your, yep. Within your realm, yeah. your space, what can you, what is your, <laughs> what can you tolerate? What is that? Is it, expound. Can you, you want to give an example? I'm trying to get, get my brothers out of trouble here. Um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking for all of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it goes in the realm, you know, if so, somebody says, you know, all women are crazy. It's not crazy. It's, yeah. It's it's what your type of crazy is. You know, if... if Everybody's you know, a little crazy, but it is... Yeah, everybody has their business. Does your crazy work with my crazy? Exactly. That's that's what it is. It's That's exactly what it is. Does your crazy work with my crazy? Because <laughs> some of them can be like, you know... The opposites attract, or you know, the polar opposites, and they'll just bounce off each other. Uh-uh, this is not going to work for me. Yeah. And some people are just too afraid to say what doesn't work and what, you know, does, and they wait too long to to tell the other person. Yeah, and I think, but, and and yeah. that goes, and that goes back. Well, not goes back to, but that goes into settling. 
Like you get real kind of comfortable and you're like, ah, I'm just going to coast this out until something better comes along. Well, you know, I don't think, well, I, I can't talk for every dude, but I don't think guys really, you know, wait for something better to come along. They do settle, you know, say, okay, this is what it is right now. I'm getting, you know, a couple of my, you know, base needs taken care of. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, yeah, they're not really settling. It's just settling right now. And then if they see something else better, I guess, you know, that's when you, you know, you know, the dog chasing the bone, you know, it's, 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 I don't know. It's it's different for everybody. I I really it can't is. speak on everybody. It is. I I personally don't understand settling. Um, I don't either. I don't. I, I don't. If I'm not happy, I'm just like, <laughs> why am I here? Yeah. I, I've been known to bounce. So I'm I'm a weird person like that. I don't settle. I just I can't. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. I want says. I think it comes down to what you are looking, or excuse me, what you are willing to put up with and what you're willing not to tolerate and what you're willing not to tolerate. And that is true. Absolutely. That's very that's, true. That's exactly what I, I mean. Yeah. You know, accepting somebody's crazy. Yeah. You're like, what? <laughs> so, and then his other question, and I think this one, and this is a moment, I've, and of course, I think this is from his experience, but he says, why is there a different standard if a man's un if a man is unemployed versus if a woman is unemployed? It's a double standard. So if a man is unemployed, he's a bum. But if a woman is unemployed, she's working. She's working it out. That's situational. Uh, that's that hasn't been the case with me. Um not to put my business in the street, but I've been in situations where, you know, the other person's not employed or, you know, I'm not employed at the time. And, you know, you just work it out. Um, I, 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 is this during dating? I, is, is that what he's referring to? You're, you're a bum. He didn't, yeah. He didn't say, but I think, and again, I've heard that before. I've heard, you know, that before, but but again, I think it's situation by situation. It depends on who you're with. If you're with someone, if you are a man, like because we're talking about men, this was questions, a couple of questions that a man sent in. And who you're with is calling you a bum. Why are you with him? Yeah. Why are you with them? But have you have you been working? Or how long has it been? And, you know, what's behind that? Yeah. What's behind that? You know, honestly, that, that kind of question, I mean, I'm, I'm over 40, so that's kind of crazy for, you know, for that to be even in the conversation. You're right. Um, I can understand it if I was, you know, in my 20s, my early 20s, you know, and I was running around, you know, mm -hmm. and I, I didn't have a good job. I had an okay job. But I, I was moonlighting and, you know, traveling and doing all types of craziness. And I mean, it, it, it's definitely situational. I, um, I, um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but a point, that's a good point because the person, the person who um, 
sent these questions in, he is over 40. He is over 40, single. And so your point of, oh, if I'm over 40, what are we talking about? And then if, if you were in your 20s and you're trying to figure it out, again, situation, you might hear that then, maybe. Like in childhood. I don't know what's going on there, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Because if you're going to top this, it goes back to tolerances. If you're going to tolerate a call of your bum because you're in between jobs, you know, you don't need it. Uh, and if, you know, she's not working, I mean, it depends on you. Are you stressing it? It's, you know, I mean, what are you working on there? Exactly. Are you in for some, something else or a relationship or, you know, is this a, you know, one hit or quitter? Let's be real about it. Yep. No. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Sharon, Sharon says that is definitely situational. It is. Along with all the other crazy stuff. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But yeah, those are the only questions that I had, you know, that came in. So I do appreciate those questions because they're definitely great talking points and um, just something to, to think about. Definitely something to think about. And those are a little, I will say a little just kind of, I don't want to call them generic, but. Um, it's a little broad. Broad, yeah. It, it, it's super broad. It's not specific. Um. To, to the gentleman that asked those questions, I mean, just look at the situation you're in. If if that bothers you, don't you don't need to be with that woman. No, you know it's you, you're fishing in the wrong pond, bro. Yeah, um, and it's okay. And I think at this point, you know, it's okay to it's okay to say no. Yeah, you don't got time for that, man. Come on. No, and life is short, so it's okay to say no. It's okay to be like, well. It's been real. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm going to go to the beach. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go to the beach. So um, those are some of the couple of the questions that came in. And I just kind of collected a few tips that I wanted to share with you all. And um, on this dating journey, and you're out here, if you're... Um, you know, dating online or meeting people organically. A uh, few things, few tips. First one is look for people who are looking for you. Just from my own experience and a few folks that I've, I know what happens sometimes, again, we have this, we, we have a person in our head that we think he or she is supposed to be. And then we have this list and we're checking off like this list. And that person that you're stalking is not checking for you. <laughs> but you are trying to force the situation and trying to figure it out. And well, maybe if I wait, or maybe if this, if I cut my hair off because he likes short hair, or if I do this, no. Don't turn away from those who are looking and checking you, checking you out. You just never know. So try it. That's a good tip. I mean, you know, like, you know, go where you're and, desirable. Yes. Yes. And if you're over 40, like when you hit that 40 number, um, and if someone is older, like if someone is 50 or if someone is 60, it doesn't mean that, you know, that's the person you're going to marry. It just means that that person is in your pool. 
Yeah. And just uh, see, check it out. Yeah. That's it. In your top five. I mean, that's it. (laughs) That's it. Chris says, go where, go where you're desirable. Always good advice. Thank you. Just saying. Check it out. Exactly. Why, um, why, why, you, why are you going to be, a, you know, another grain of sand in the desert, man? You know? Right. <laughs> waste of time. You waste exactly. of time. Um, two, focus on your core values that you share with your ideal partner. Make sure you ask those hard questions. And I think we talked about that um, in one of the episodes. you got to ask questions. And, and now just ask them up front before you even start getting involved or wasting a lot of time. Ask the questions. Yeah, you, you should be at a point, you know, in your life where those hard questions are not really hard to ask anymore because, you know, you've lived it already. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, getting it on the table. Like, okay, you know... Uh, you sell drugs, <laughs> like, <laughs> You're right? Or, you know something crazy. You have to get the crazy stuff out first. Yeah, you just, that was a little exaggerating, but you understand me. No, because you might really because you didn't ask. You didn't. You find out later. Yeah, some people have a don't ask, don't tell policy. I mean, yeah, like ah, but no, you ask. So if you find out she might be selling drugs, you're like, you know what? Yeah. You can find some weird stuff out if you don't ask questions. It's just not for me. It's just not for me. I can't do it. Oh, my stomach. Um, Be persistent. Be persistent about what you want. Um, I guess I think with being persistent is also um, be intentional. You know, people, I think, and I've been guilty of this online dating and after 30 days you're like i'm over this <laughs> they all this it's just too much it's crazy i'm done it's a wrap i'll see you later when you kind of have to keep going you gotta keep going if that if you know um what you're looking for and what you want to do you gotta you gotta you gotta get past the frogs you gotta get past the frogs sometimes that takes a while but you gotta get past the frogs and next is get out of your comfort zone. Yes. Try something new. Try something different. Try it. You just might like it. That 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 is just great advice. You know, you can't learn anything if you're doing the same thing. Yeah. So, or you can't you know grow if you're doing the same thing. Yeah. Just get out of your way. Mm-hmm. So, um. Those are all my little tips, a few tips. But I do want to share a, a few of my favorite um, favorite and informative moments over the last couple of weeks. And I'm going to start with um, a moment we had. And this was like after show. This is like the after bites moment of the podcast. And um, this was the first um, part one. And we went on, we could probably talk for a couple of hours, but we had such a great time and such a great conversation. So I want to share this moment. You guys, if um, you didn't see this, this is the after show moment of Food Worth Forking um, part one. To black authors, but most people I know that only read black authors and read a lot of hood stuff is dudes that was locked up because they passed the same books around. But he told me he had never been to prison. 
I and he was in a book club. This is just that. in my experience. You know, I'm hood. But I'm just I'm saying. But it makes sense. I didn't know that. Go ahead. That's yeah. just, I need to. I need to know this stuff when I'm out yeah. here. Okay. Like, Mind oh. you, they'll talk to you like they're real well read, well read, but you don't know they was reading while they was locked up. Yeah. So you gotta wow. ask questions. Wow. <laughs> This is good. And I really thought, I don't know why I just thought it was cute that we had a lot of books in common. So we had been chit-chatting by like day five. He was like, why don't we meet and go out to eat? So we met at Old Bag of Nails. I knew as soon as I seen him, I'm like, it's a trap. It was just one of those, it wasn't the right energy. Like it, it was, it was never gonna work. But I was nice. I didn't turn around and leave. I still sat down. We still talked. And he it was one of them just staring your eyes the whole time. I'm like, let me go to the bathroom. He needed to breathe a little bit. So <laughs> while I'm in there, I was like, okay, this is not gonna work. I'm not gonna be rude. He's nice. He was super corny, y'all. I am just too hood for corny. I'm just too hood for corny. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we talking, and I was like. What do you know about couponing? Because I don't know that I had told him yet that I was a couponer. And he was like, what do you mean? And I said, well, have you ever watched the show Extreme Couponing? And he was like, I mean, I heard of it before. You know, when people be stockpiling stuff. And I was like, well, I'm a couponer. And he was like, really? So I started showing him pictures of like my stockpile. And he was like all excited. Well, I had been thinking the moment I realized this date was not going to work. I lived on the north side. I realized I'm right up the street from Kroger on Alum Creek. They got a deal going right now. I wonder if I could talk to this guy. Not only did I cut the date short, I took him to Kroger. I always had my coupons on me. Took him to Kroger, pulled out the thing, gave him a couple of lessons. Like, look. First of all, you want to check the five for five. You're going to get a dollar off. Then use this coupon. Like I'm breaking it all the way down. I get high off a of coupon. It don't matter what I'm getting. You know, anything that's close to free, I get my high on. But it was some deals that I wanted. So I showed him how to coupon, get all stuff. He's standing there amazed. And I was like, you know, this is a really great day. I want to give you this, you know, the stuff that we got while I was couponing. It was like some milk and cereal and stuff like that. I don't need that. I had like a hundred boxes of cereal. You know, I was trying to get something else that was a part of it. It was like some body wash or something I was trying to get. And I was like, I'm going to keep this. It was really nice meeting you. I just want to give you that. And, um, you know, just have a good evening. And he was like, um, did we really just end our date couponing and this is it? Like, I'm not going to see you anymore. No, it's just like, eh, eh. you know, at least I taught you how to coupon, though. You know, and if you have any questions, you can call me. You know what I'm saying? It was just like one of them. You didn't. You did not. You didn't say, no, 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 no. You didn't say, you can call me if you have any questions. If you got questions <laughs> about couponing, because I'm for real about that. No. Like, I will teach you how oh. to coupon. That's cool. That's cool. Is it about service? I mean, wow. Life lessons, girl. Life lessons. I will tell you this. That was the date that I went on that I I came up with the 48-hour window. We're not talking for a week about a bunch of stuff we got in common because if you don't have chemistry, we're wasting time. You cannot fake chemistry. That's you can't true. fake him. It don't matter if y'all read 20 of the same books, went to the same church, y'all cousins played football together. None of that matters if you don't have chemistry. Nothing. None of that matters. That's true. 
But coupon, you, you told them to call me for the coupon. If you got some questions about coupon, and I kind of think that was kind of what finalized it. He was like, I'm not, you, you don't you think? You don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I have questions about coupon. Can I call you? I off the chain. Dominique Shannon is awesome. Great stories. If you haven't seen or watched the first part one of uh, the series Dating After 40, go check it out. Go watch one, two, and three, but one. We just had such a great time. And then re-watching it now. Like, again, those are those, you know, those moments, those jewels, those gems. Like, yeah, if there's no chemistry, why, you know, why drag this out? Or why talk for a long time and you go back and forth and then, you know, it's been two months, three months, and then you're like, oh, when, you know. I, I love how her out know. was just to go couponing. That's. Listen. <laughs> I, I love it. And she's and the thing is she is serious. Yeah. About it. She's serious about her coupons. And I love it. I was like, what? <laughs> yes, hilarious. Not the cereal and milk parting gift. Cause that's what she did. She was like, here you go. Thank you so much. <laughs> she got her double so points that day. Yeah. So we got a we got a, a man in the house. He said, Jermaine says, don't be afraid to go to go to dating websites. Yes. Um, the this is where I'm all oh, this is where I met my wife. Think of it as a business. You have to market yourself. People do everything online now. Everything. And they do everything. That's true. It's very true. true. Oh, good points. Look at y'all out there coming through. All right. <laughs> All right, food, foodie tribe. So, okay, so another one that I had, and I don't have like a video of the guys, but they had some good points and some good things. So let's take a listen to what they had to say on this journey over the last four weeks. I was truly content, you know, with me, you know. And mm -hmm. if somebody came along at, you know, at, at let's say, what was I, about 40, in my late 40s or so, yeah, I mean, if somebody came along, fine. But I was got to the point where I was really content. But you know, I had always told myself if I did get married, these are the qualities that I want. Just just the qualities I expressed a little earlier. That person that can be you know on my team. That person I can trust. I can person that you know I can be on their team. That person that we can just kind of grow together. And then I would do it. But I really wasn't looking, so I didn't have a list. I really wasn't looking for anything. I really wasn't looking at all. She disappeared. And uh, you know the the one one of the most wonderful things that she said that made me just kind of go wow was we were we were sitting down with some with some friends just hanging out and one of our friends he looked at her he said uh, he said so how'd you guys meet and she told him and uh, and then he said oh, okay so he saw you and he couldn't he couldn't live without you and she turned to look at him and said no I couldn't live without him oh nice and I said oh. I said, so that right there shows me that this is a woman who is who's down for right. Yeah, man, that's dope. Yeah, and so it, it just I think it was that moment of like, yeah, it it's he or she is out there for you. Again, you have to put the work in, 
but know, and I think you'll know when that moment is like, yeah, that's the person, or this is the person, this is the person for me. Um, so yeah, and so one more, this is a short one here. Kamal may be able to contest to that, but I'm not a shy guy. I, I, I'll approach um, faster than the best of them. Um, but I find that depending on the website and the online dating, some websites allow for more disclosure of who you are. Others is just pictures and here's a smile. And I yeah. tried to, and, and it, it's nice. It's, it's, it's almost flattering. It's not flattering as it used to be, but it's almost flattering now for somebody to select your picture and say, hey, nice profile. But you know definitely that they're just looking at the picture. A lot of people don't look at the profiles. And mm -hmm. a lot of people are superficial. And I think that has been, that can be true too. A lot of people, you know, you go through and you're like, oh, cute, oh, cute, oh, cute. But if you're serious, you're going to read it and it's a weed out. It's a weed out. Yeah. Absolutely. So insight. Right. And we're gonna come back. We're gonna do some other some other um topics on dating and love. And and dating is not just for yes, it's for single people, but it's also dating and being in a relationship, dating and being married and, and creating that time um intentionally to to spend together because I think we all get caught up in life and life happens. And then the next thing you know, it's like, Oh, you live here. Oh, Hey, how you doing? <laughs> like I said, seven years is it's, it's, it seems like a long time, but it's not a long time. If you're dating the entire time, yeah, uh, you better come through with a word. Okay. I caught it because I was gonna say, oh, okay. I was like, oh wait, oh, 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 wait. Oh. I, to, I paused. I was like, oh yeah, uh, uh, yes. You gotta make the time. You gotta you make to. the time. Absolutely. Got to make the time. All right, so we're gonna get on it. So that is that's kind of the wrap up from the last few weeks. I hope you all have enjoyed it, and we are going to move in. I. I know, Chris. <laughs> okay, Ooh. Dr. Roberts. You know, he came through. I was like, well, all right, Jason. You, I was about to keep going. And then I was like, oh, wait, let me stop. I heard you. Am I yes. going to get some points tonight? Oh, you got some points. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got some points. So, all right. So, we are going to get on into it some more and get in this in between the bites moment. Jason, you gonna hang? You here now? Yeah, I hang. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there she hang. go. Nancy, Nancy is Jason's wife. You did, girl. Yes, I see you. Huh? Um, we are gonna go ahead and get into this next segment here, and it is in between the bites, right? Right. So, also, this is kind of ending. Black History Month, and this is something that I found that I thought was really cool, a really cool story. So I wanna, I wanted to share with you all about this young man. He's 29 years old and he's a farmer. And so I'm gonna, there's a talk about this, this his story. 
His name is um, Kamal Bell. So um, there is a bill that could help black farmers reclaim millions of acres, um, and it, which is a step in the right direction. Um, this new bill could change the trajectory of farming legacies. Today, most rural land in the United States is owned by white people. But now, finally, a new piece of legislation could help African Americans reclaim some of that acreage. Right. The Justice for Black Farmers Act introduced late last year by Senator Cory Booker in New of New Jersey. Um, this would allow black farmers to reclaim up to 160 acres each at no charge through a Department of Agricultural Systems of Land Grants. Kamal Bell, a 29-year-old farmer in Durham, North Carolina, said that such legis legislation is just the beginning of efforts necessary to um, necessary for certain farmers to become sustainable and generate revenue. Um, Bell is the CEO of Sanfo Sankofa, Sankofa, Sankofa Farms. Sorry, guys, Sankofa Farms, um, a family farm that he purchased while saving up money in college. It aims to serve as sustainable as a sustainable food source in urban communities, particularly so-called food deserts, with few available options for fresh produce. So. Um, I just want to give it up for this young man who's out here making a difference um, in farming. And on in his organization and what he's doing, he is also teaching, like in this photo, these are the young men that work with him, that he mentors and works with on um, in the program and on the farm. And I think that's huge because we don't, um, one, he's, you know, one, making a difference, making a difference in our community. And it's just something that we don't talk about much or you don't hear about. You don't think about. Yeah, you don't think about farming. And we are out here farming. And then to see the percentage and where we are in it. And for someone to be so young, and this is what he wants to do, and this is a passion of his, and he's moving in that direction and making a shift and a change. And Listen, these black farmers with possibility of getting 160 acres, that's amazing. That is amazing. So I, wish I knew how to farm. Right? <laughs> I don't. I'll just be like, can you um yeah, I, I can got a can, can you put any of those vegetables? But hats off to him. That's a wonderful thing. A wonderful, wonderful thing. Good job, young man. Right, right. So we're going to switch and still we're about this in between the bite moment or I'm in this space. There is a story that I found that I, again, and this is about dating. So we're kind of going, we're, I mean, this is what the, the episode is about anyway, dating. But I, this is why I'm confused most of the time, people. I'm always, I'm, I am, I'm confused. And these are grown folks. He's not like 19, 20. But I'm gonna show you this brother right here, this man. Hold on. Right. He kind of like homeboy. Oh, he does. And I can't think of his name from Green Mile. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He passed away a while ago. But yes, yeah, he yeah. is. He does kind of look like him. But he is not him. Thank you. No. He's, he's, 
character. So <clears throat> this Florida man who's 48 years old steals fiance's ring to give to pro to propose to another woman after meeting them both on OkCupid before both dump him and report him to the cops. Wait, what? Exactly. Exactly. I didn't get it at first, but what has happened? It says a convicted felon from Florida is wanted for theft after he allegedly, <clears throat> excuse me, after he allegedly stole a diamond engagement ring from his fiance to propose to a second woman after meeting both of them on the same dating website, okay, Cupid, using two fake identities. His name is Joseph Davis. Joseph Davis, who is, four, this is allegedly, Joseph Davis is 48. He is wanted on a felony charge for reporting, reportedly stealing around $6,270 worth of jewelry from his girlfriend in Orange County, including the ring he gave her when he proposed to her and a ring that belongs to her grandmother. Oh, man. <laughs> he went all in. I am like, so <laughs> hold on. So wait, he had a, a separate profile for when he met the other. He woman? had two profiles. <laughs> two. Let me get this right. Can you see that? Yeah, two. He had two profiles. <laughs> he was with one woman that he proposed to. But when I read the story, then I was like, well, how is he proposing to you? He still got on and, he, and he is proposing to you with your grandmother's ring? That is wild. So you gave him. See, these are the problems that are out in the world. That's why I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> I am okay. Let me tell you how okay I am. I am okay. Because you proposed to me with my grandmother's ring. And I'm like, you know, I can put her ring on. It's cool until you do whatever. I guess that's what we're going to say. Then you have a whole nother profile on the same site so and meet someone else. He met another woman. So you're with the one woman because you said, will you marry me, Jane? Yes, I will. Here's my grandmother's ring. Oh, thank you. Right? So Jane is at home shining her grandmother's ring thinking she maybe is going to get another one. Maybe not. But whatever the situation, Jane's at home with her ring. Oh my God. Homeboy, wait, let me get his name again. I want to get it right. Joseph. Joseph out here. <laughs> wow. So then Joseph says, okay, well, I don't know, Jane. I don't know about this. So Joseph goes and gets, meets another woman. And it's like, ooh, we baby, you the one. So then he takes. Whatever happens to Jane and Joseph, who knows? But he has now disappeared, stole, the, took the ring, grandma's ring from Jane. Went out for a pack of cigarettes and never came back. There you go. <laughs> and now he done, he Darla over here. He then gave grandma's ring to Darla. And that is wrong. He got caught and disappeared with all of Jane's jewelry, grandma's ring. Wait, he's and still on the limb? He's they haven't found him yet? Mm -mm. <laughs> he in the woods somewhere. Mm -mm. But I'm like, 
Joseph, six thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, he could have six thousand dollars, Joseph. Six G's. Uh, well, at six thousand two hundred and seventy dollars, Joseph. <laughs> I'm gonna shut up because because this doesn't make any sense. What? There it is. Why is he so needy, though? I don't think yeah. that's needy. That's greedy. That's greedy. Shameful. <laughs> All that. That's right. Damn, Joe. Joe's out here acting up. And I'm like, who does that? And I did, Darla. That was the first name that came to my head. I was like, who could it be? Thank I ain't going to use my name. Darla? Yeah, that sounds right. They're, you know. But I'm like, who? Who Everglades somewhere with them rings, you know. He is somewhere with grandma's ring. She's trying to find him. Done melted them down, made like gold teeth out of them. He probably does have a um a fiance in three somewhere. Oh. Yes, he probably does. But I'm like, what in the world? So that's that's why we have to be clear and we gotta ask questions because that just sounds like questions were not asked. That yeah, sounds like a bunch of questions not asked. You know nothing of this man. You don't know him at no. all. Nope. You don't know him at all. Married. You you barely know his name, clearly. <laughs> clearly, because you don't know where he could be hiding out. Joseph would be found if he stole my grandmother's ring. Know that. Oh, let me tell you something. We ain't got uh, he would be found. He's a, he, he already wanted. He was wanted before. Then he was wanted before no, he had priors. Yeah, wait. Yeah, <laughs> he was wanted for felony charges, some other charges prior to these charges. I can't with Joseph, but okay. But I'm just saying this is what's happening. Ask but the that, questions. Ask, ask the questions. Ask the questions. You must, because you're gonna be out here. Looking for grandma's ring and mad about Woods. it. Gators and about it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and he's probably visible. He he's probably somewhere visible. You can't miss that brother. You seen that dude? You can't miss him. Listen, they are still looking for him. It says any anyone with any information about Davis's whereabouts is asked to contact the sheriff's office. I can't. I was like, I didn't even read that part earlier. I was like, oh, and as I scroll down, and he is, yes, he is wanted. Oh, boy. Wanted. Run, Joe, run. He he has priors in um, North Carolina. North Carolina and Oregon. Okay. Two well, states you gotta look for. Well, he might not be in there, but, you know, he might just go back to North Carolina. I can't. Close. I cannot. But there we have. See? Questions questions so as we ask questions and now we're going to get into some delicious bites and this week with my delicious bites moment i don't really have a delicious bite moment per se but i do have a moment about food that i discovered that is an absolute no-no and that really is um, it's a problem. And I think people are creating videos to just be seen because this video is a delicious bite. No, no. I was so annoyed when I saw this and I was like, who does this? Like, really? Who does this? Mm. What are you doing? 
What are you doing? What are you doing? Let me tell you. Oh. She is, oh. I guess she's making, let's say she's making a pot of soup. And instead of her cutting the carrots up, she's using her teeth and biting off pieces of carrots and putting them in the pot to prepare for whatever she's cooking. Never eaten there. The, I, I would, I would never. And the problem now, it has scarred me. There's a couple, there's a couple other things I think we've been talking about, about food and stuff, but that scarred me. And it's really, it will, it, it's making me very apprehensive about eating it. Mm. Folk at people's homes, because what are we doing to prepare food? I'll tell you what I won't be doing is eating, eating at another potluck, I think at a work function or anywhere like that. Cause I'll tell you uh, what. Work functions are absolute no, no. People, I, I if she, with nobody I work with. Nope. I was like, is she doing that for real? And he's like, what are you doing? You could be in my home and I don't know if I if I would eat that. He's asking what I would have flipped that pot. I'm serious. I'm not eating that. Yeah. Go yes. get a knife. That's right. The end of potlucks, you are correct. Because it, it's over. It's a wrap. And mm-hmm. yes, she is. Chris says she's nasty for that. She is nasty, Chris. Oh. And then she's going to give it to somebody to eat. Yes. Unwashed. It is. <laughs> it's awful. I'm glad you said diet Shasta. I kind of like regular Shasta. <laughs> oh, I see the diet Shasta. <laughs> yes. Yes. There are curse words for that. Cause, and actually, that you might hurt somebody. Like, you might actually, like, Maybe. Why? That's like that reminds me of um what's that actress that did like she bird birded she birded her children, um was it Reese Witherspoon? She well, she actually chewed up her food and birded it to her. Yeah. Why? Just mash it up. I know she would chew it for them and you know bird. I don't it to know. Them. I've seen that before though, but like a whole meal. I mean, I, I will say I've ha- I have seen, it, you know, a parent kind of like mush up something for a child and say here That's a little bit, but a whole meal or something. A whole meal. You don't bird a whole meal. You know. Okay, yeah. I didn't even know there was a word for it. So there, see, I don't know. Well, anything. I call it burden because you know that's what they oh. do. Oh, it's it was it was Alicia, Alicia Silverstone. My bad. I always okay, thank you. Right my now. bad. Because, and the fact that you know that's gross, and she <laughs> clearly it was a thing I missed it because people know know your name that that's what you out here doing. Yeah, that's wrong, but she was wrong for that. Listen, listen, I can't. So with all that being said, we went from that was kind of gross, but we're gonna get into some good stuff with some smash or pass. Yay! Here we go, smash. Are you about to smash or are you about to pass? So let's get into it let's this go. evening. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. So let's see. Let's see what we have here. What is this? Uh, bam. What is bam. that? You really want to know? Uh, I, I see broccoli and I, I, I mess with broccoli. Okay. It looks like some... Uh... 
right, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll tell you. It is broccoli, a broccoli hot dog. <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> broccoli hot dog. It's, bro- it's broccoli stem and a hot dog bun with all the regular fixings. No. Um, it tastes and has the consistency of a hot dog. It don't. It I'm does. sorry. Continue. Instead of using tofu, I guess, or soy or meatless soy, they said, you know, we're going to do it like this and we're going to do a broccoli hot dog. No, don't. Um, it does. Verna says, says it looks like grass and weeds. I mean, it does. I, I like veggies, but this, this is doing yeah, too much. Yeah, it is doing the most. It's doing the most. I, I um, pass. That's a pass. Pass. Okay. Yeah, I'll pass on it. All right. We're gonna pass. I mean, on. I'm not I, I'll take a bite of it, but I know I, I'm not finishing both uh broccoli dogs. <laughs> <laughs> no broccoli dogs. All right. Next one. We are getting into this one. Oh. This one kind of looks yummy. I'm like, I don't know. That, that looks good, kind of good, yeah. Okay, so this is salted caramel chicken. Fingers. Ooh. Maybe. I, I, I don't know about the caramel. I'm a little like, do I want that? But I probably would try it. It has little pretzel sticks going across. Um, it's coated. In, oh, and it's coated in pretzel, um, crushed pretzel. So it's chicken strips coated in crushed pretzel, dipped in salted caramel, and sprinkled with salt. It's a salty, sweet thing going. Yeah, yeah. I can do that. I mean, I can't have too many. I'll take one. Right. That's like that's an appetizer. No. Gotta be. But yeah, I'll smash it. Yep. I once said she smashed too. She was like, "I'm about it. I'm about it. Smash." Burn his plat pass. It's pass. I know. I'm like, <laughs> you be passing, girl. You be passing. Don't worry, Verna. I, I'm gonna I'm I'm get you to try it. All my stuff should be passing. Probably passing too, though. But okay. <laughs> oh, you have to try it. Caramel, salted caramel, is delicious. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe it might not be so bad. It may not be. You know, chicken and waffles. You know, the syrup always gets on the fried chicken, so it, it might does. be a thing. It, it might be a thing. It might be a thing. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, this uh, looks interesting. Yeah, it's a shot. It, uh, okay, I'll drink it. <laughs> hold on, though. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. It's a peanut butter and jelly shot. So it's sweet and salty cocktail combining homemade peanut butter, vodka, and Ooh. real jelly. Ooh. You know what? Really? That- I would try it. Yeah. I would try it. So that, that sounds that one, great for parties, man. Yeah. Good thing. And the, because I'm like, how, <clears throat> I want to know what peanut butter vodka tastes like. Like, Where do you I don't find know. That? Yeah. But it's homemade. It says homemade. So, and here we go. <laughs> She's like, uh, no. The answer is no. Come on, I know. I know. It's a little, it's a little. It's a little. All right, we have one more. We got one more for the evening. This one might now. This one might knock you off your little off your feet because I was like, mm, I don't know, I don't know. 
This is wasabi chili martini. Ooh. That just sounds like that's Ooh. just too spicy to me. I mean, that's just way too much. So it's vodka, lemon juice, simple syrup, and a dash of wasabi paste. Hmm, that's interesting. It is. Because, you know, I, I, I like wasabi. I'll be curious how fast you drink this thing. <laughs> you know, wasabi, it hits your nose different. Yeah, I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see here. If you drank, you would smash. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because I think, Bernie, you like wasabi, so you would definitely smash. I, I, okay, I wanted I would try it. Okay, okay. Raina, Raina is out here saying I'll definitely try the wasabi. Yeah, y'all, I, I might have to let y'all have the wasabi though. I really might have to let y'all have it. Um, Pat, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Nancy, yes, I kind of feel that. Yes, because I'm like, mm, I don't know, I don't know if I would do it. Wasabi no, sounds elegant, but it seems like you gotta sip it slow. Yeah, okay. Okay, Chris. You're not gonna be knocking these back. You're gonna have one. No. And, and well, it's would be at the end of the night when you know nothing else will give you bubble guts. Yeah, this would probably be water by the time the evening ends with me because I'd be like, this is too hot. Well, <laughs> 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 oh, this is too hot. I can't take it. I can't take it. Yeah, you can't start with this cocktail. You gotta end the night with this cocktail. Yeah, you're right about that. Because I'd be like, what in the world? Yep. Is nothing's going, following this. What is going on? This I cannot, but okay, all right. Well, <laughs> come on, come on, Jason. We took you did, you, yes, guys, I did. you guys took hot mustard shots, and that's see for me, that's gross. I don't even know how y'all did that, but I do remember that one day. Yeah, no, just do it. You just do it, Laura. You just do it, knock it back. Okay. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Yikes. 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 I don't know. The lining of my stomach has been uh worked. So <laughs> uh, it's like, um, I don't know. You better yeah. be but that that might be neat. That need that may need to be towards the end of the night as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. End of the right. night. That might end need the night. night. I mean, I'm saying I won't do it. End of the night. Yeah, well, Sharon. Sharon, I, I said, Sharon I'll do it. Just do it. Just mm. at the end of the night. There and there it is. <laughs> there it and there it is. All right. So we're getting into our last segment, which is what sensual food fact. Let's do it. Hey, hey. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Watermelon. Watermelon. So, gentlemen. Did you know that watermelon is a natural Viagra? Hmm, don't know if you knew that, but now you know. Although it's 92% water, the other 8%, the other 8% converts into an amino acid that relaxes, relaxes the blood vessels and improves blood flow to the erectile tissue, which increases arousal. Besides conjuring, conjuring up sexy memories of summer flings gone by, watermelon is also high 
in, I think it's called citrulline. Yes, citrulline. And Dr. Hope says this increases the amount of um, nitric acid in the body, which in turn increases blood flow, blood, but mm, I can't even talk tonight, blood vessel relaxation and sexual arousal. That is food worth forking. I think so. Huh. Watermelon, huh? Watermelon. Explains a lot. Mm, mm. Watermelon. I remember when, uh, what barbecue I made a watermelon with, you know, the vodka infused watermelon, and everybody started disappearing after a while. Well, see, they didn't even know. They probably didn't even know. <laughs> they didn't even know. They were like, but right now, though, <laughs> but right now, but they didn't know. Yes. Let's see. Can it be the same for women? You know what? I don't know. I knew it came up a couple of times. My little research I did, it came up for men. But Sharon, I got you because we're gonna get some we're gonna get, get some to the bottom of facts it. for women. What'd you say? Get to the bottom of this. Yes. Yeah. Let's find out. Yeah. Find out about it. Hmm. And there you have it. Well, listen up, people. We have come. I would sing the song, but I have a little frog in my throat. Um We've come to the end of the road, the end of the episode, the end of the show. And I want to thank you. I want to thank you all for being here. So one, please subscribe. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell. Hit the bell. The bell. Like the episodes. And please subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And... You can, uh, you know, hey, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, at Food Worth Working. And, uh, you know, that's it. I want to thank you all for being here. Um, I appreciate it. Continue to support. I hope you have a great rest of your week. And um, listen. Until we eat again, make it food worth working. Have a great night.